0: Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from georginahudson.net. This podcast started to support you on your path of self-knowledge, mindfulness, compassion, and also to draw a map together that will help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is toxic people. Mm -hmm. If you'd like more information about what I do or about me, you can visit my website, On GeorginaHudson.net, as I mentioned before, or you can also visit my Instagram account, which is GeorginaHudsonG. Hello, hello, hello! What's up, people? So happy to be here this week. Happy week. Happy everything, everybody. Uh, We've started autumn, so let's honor it by moving more slowly. And today we're going to talk about people who poison us. Yes, you heard it right. And I'm going to share with you a very personal story, something that happened to me in a very toxic relationship. And today's topic was suggested by a subscriber, but I'm sure it will resonate with most of you. And I can attest that I hear it a lot in my sessions because honestly, Who hasn't related to someone who has exhausted one, you know, when you feel depleted after being with somebody? Or who hasn't felt overwhelmed and sad even after spending time with someone who seemed to have drained their energy? And finally, who hasn't felt teeny, very small, very little with someone could treated one unfairly. I think we're all raising our hands, aren't we? And I'm thinking about a word that my clients repeat a lot, and it is toxic. They use it to, re- to refer from a relative to a boss. Mm? Uh, toxic friends, toxic acquaintances, toxic classmates, toxic teachers, toxic bosses, uh, toxic uh, stepfather, toxic mother-in-law. And according to its etymology, something toxic is that which damages the organism, but not just something which is harmful. It is something that is poisonous. And that was so interesting for me to find out. Because as a result, when we refer to a toxic person, we are metaphorically speaking about people who poison us. They are people who control us, who belittle us, who manipulate us, and who deny what we tell them and blackmail us emotionally. The biggest challenge of all is realizing that you are in a relationship with someone who's toxic. And I'm going to tell you something about myself. When I was very young, like a very long time ago, (laughs) I had a boyfriend that was like that. And it took me years to see that I was in a relationship that wasn't right. It took me ages to break up with him because I couldn't see that he was an emotional vampire. And it sounds strong, but that is what toxic people are. They are emotional vampires. I remember contorting for him not to get angry, contorting for him not to get disappointed. And also, and this is very sad, for him to love me. I was adrift during those years, or rather hypnotized under his orders, because he indirectly, you know, told me exactly what I had to do to be loved and and accepted by him. I lived at his mercy, and I also justified him when someone wanted to make me notice what they saw from the outside. And I'm telling you about my experience, not because I want to talk about myself, but because being in that place is extremely painful. Stressful and distressing, and I don't want you to experience the same. Mm? My case was extreme, and I had to hit rock bottom to wake up from the spell. That's why the first thing we have to do is detect those who invalidate and poison us, and then take off their masks. So, how can we recognize a toxic person? The first thing we can do is Um, detect characteristics or traits in their personality. And I'm going to mention many here. And if you're not sure whether you are dealing with a person who's poisonous, then have a look at this. If the person has one or a few of the following traits, then you might be dealing with a toxic person. First, they don't respect your boundaries. They just run over you. Second, they find fault with whatever you do and they are meticulous in reminding you you did things incorrectly. It's terrible, but that is how they work and behave. Three, they are very self centered and self referential. If you need a favor, they will help you only to turn that to their advantage. Four, they play the victim to achieve their goals Mm, be careful with that it's terrible and and it is very common five they change the truth to deceive their environment and achieve what they want and they even lie because toxic people tend to be liars six they are envious and spiteful seven they gossip to tear their victims to pieces if they need to gossip about someone to make that someone look awful in front of everyone else they will do it eight they are not interested in reciprocity in relationships but in having the power nine they don't take responsibility for their mistakes they justify their behavior and blame others that's why It's a little difficult to talk to a toxic person and try to make them see what is, you know, hurting you and what they need to change because odds are they won't, you know, ever put themselves in your shoes. 10. They delight in drama. They love to help you when you are in trouble, but then they don't rejoice your happiness. Mm? They don't enjoy when seeing you feeling happy. Eleven, they create codependency. And this is what happened to me. I couldn't left my ex-boyfriend. And twelve, in high degrees of toxicity, they can be aggressive, intolerant and abusive. Please red flags for anyone who is in a relationship with those characteristics. Because you need to run away like right now. And mind you, as I always insist in this space, on this blog and podcast, we first need to look at ourselves and check whether we are projecting something that belongs to us onto a person we don't like. Because it might happen that we have something that is terrible about ourselves, but it's easier to see it in others than in ourselves. That is projection. Or or maybe you had an argument with somebody and then you think that somebody is toxic. But bear in mind that sometimes the people around us may be going through a bad patch or a rough patch, a bad time, and not behaving in the most coherent coherent way so to speak but what we do know is that those actions don't characterize them Mm? those are the results of a very bad moment for them and the same might be true for us we might be a little you know (sighs) harmful or not very positive in another person's life Life is weird if we are the ones who are going through a rough patch. When we talk about people who poison others, we are referring to something very different. We are referring to those whose toxic behaviors define them, not those people who might, you know, seldom or once in a lifetime or in a very long while hurt you. We're talking about people who are defined by the characteristics that I mentioned before. And people who have no intention of changing regardless of how much we talk to them and try to have a healthy bond. They are also people who may be either oblivious of the harm they cause or might even rejoice in it. And that is terrible, I know. And yet... Many times, behind such a dark personality, there's an insecure and frustrated human being whose self-esteem is really, really low, and who unfortunately makes others feel terrible to make up for their perceived shortcomings. So, I'm sure you're asking yourself, okay, wonderful, love it, but how can I handle a relationship with a toxic person? So, the first thing that comes to my mind is speak assertively and make it clear that for the relationship to work, toxic behaviors have to change. And please don't fall into the trap of offering explanations. No. Assertiveness is exactly the opposite. You have to be simple and go to the point. Number two, set healthy boundaries. I know it's difficult. I've written and recorded a podcast about boundaries. Look for it if you need help. Being a good person has nothing to do with being complacent or accommodating for the other to feel okay. There are boundaries that simply cannot be crossed. Acts have consequences. You can't go through life hurting others with impunity. It's just like you know, not tolerable. Three, you can leave the relationship without giving any further explanations. Hmm? Especially when you tried to change things, but you realized there is nothing else to do. Hmm? Sometimes the healthiest thing to do is to distance yourself from the toxic person. Now, maybe you cannot distance yourself because circumstances force you to spend time with someone like that. I imagine somebody who works with somebody who's poisonous. So the best thing you can do is ignore them and remember that they have a problem and not you. Number four, be self-compassionate. Researcher on self-compassion, Kristen Neff, suggests asking ourselves the following questions. And they're going to help you a lot. They're going to be signposts uh, to show you whether you are in a toxic relationship or not. First of all, ask yourself, do I feel comfortable with this? Does or will this cause me unnecessary stress? do I need more time and space for myself Hmm? please take your time to answer those questions and if you need more time go uh, to the blog the written version of what I'm saying and you will uh, be able to read the three questions I've just mentioned number five develop a presence that observes your inner experience this is what I do with my clients a lot you know develop a presence that observes without Judging. If you begin to feel physical or mental discomfort, remember that your body will always speak. Your body is speaking what you are not you know, expressing. So take care of yourself and think about what would nourish you. Number six, have a look at the situation with some perspective. And I know that you are probably saying to yourself, what does she mean? You know, uh, does this mean I have to condone what they do to me? No, I don't mean that. When I say have a look at the situation with some perspective, I'm trying to ask you to use your cognitive abilities to see what lies behind a person's toxic behavior. You're not going to condone it or forgive it, but you are going to get... Uh, like in your bones, you're going to feel really that the other person has a problem and not you. You're going to understand not to empathize, okay? And number seven, ask for help if you can't sort this situation on your own. I know um, some, some of my clients um, have called me for some other reasons, but then we end up, you know, working on, on something likeness this, of this sort so please ask for help eight forgive as a liberating act and you're saying to yourselves now oh my goodness Georgie what are you trying to ask me to do okay forgiveness doesn't mean that you will be justifying the other person's behavior but you're going to simply turn over a new leaf do you understand what I mean so you need to Detox really here. So try saying to yourself, that's it, I forgive you, I release you, and I also release myself from you. Now you go on your path, tread your own path, and I will tread mine separated from yours. Okay? Having been so close to someone with a high degree of toxicity, I know how much you can suffer because You know, I had a very, very bad time. But I also know that it's possible to open our eyes and to free ourselves from that pain. I hope you liked this podcast. And if you know someone who might benefit from it, invite them, him or her, to subscribe. In this way, we can help each other. And that is what this podcast uh, aims to Okay, so I hope we can be like a tribe that helps one another. Uh, Let me send you a very big hug. Thank you for suggesting so many interesting topics. Thank you for being there and till next week.